What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jock. Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. So I think I've talked about everyone on the Hawks roster so far that's going to be um, playing this year, except one person, and that person, of course, is Miles Plumley. So it seems appropriate to break down the situation surrounding um, Plumley and maybe go over his strengths and his weaknesses. So that's what I want to do today. But first, let me tell you about a great app for your podcast. It's the Podcast Republic app, and it allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you download this app right away. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available for your Android devices. So make sure you do that. But first, let's get into this episode. All right, so like I briefly talked about, every Hawks player basically this offseason, we've mentioned a little bit in this podcast, except for Miles Plumley. We haven't really talked about him at all, so I think it's a good idea for us to just dive in and discuss him. So Plumley was brought onto the Hawks as basically a salary dump. The Bucks signed him to a four-year, $52 million contract in 2016 which i mentioned a few weeks ago was the year that players were signed to really ridiculously large contracts because of the nba's 24 billion dollar tv contract and a few other factors but regardless they had a lot of money and then the salary cap just rose exponentially so a lot of people a lot of free agents were being um signed to very lucrative deals so that's why the bucks had given Plumley so much money now that same year we we um signed Dwight Howard and we signed him also to a very very lucrative and exponentially overpaid contract it was a three-year 70 million dollar contract so we had a bad contract with Dwight Howard that we wanted to get rid of him um and his contract well, Plumley had a bad contract on the Bucks, but then was traded to the Hornets. So what we did was we basically dumped our bad Dwight Howard contract and traded that contract and Howard, Dwight Howard, for their bad Miles Plumley contract. So we got back a bad contract by trading another bad contract. The thing is, is Plumlee, of course, is not as good of a player as Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is actually a good starter. He's a good player. I think he's actually pretty underrated um, because people just don't like his attitude, it seems like. And it seems like he just moves around from team to team, so he has a bad reputation. But on the court, you can't deny that he does deliver. He does score. He does rebound. He does good. Plumlee, on the other hand, he only averaged about four points and four rebounds a game in about 16 minutes. Now, he did shoot 58% from the field. And for a lower-rung type NBA player, he's solid. He's solid. He, he, can, he can have limited minutes, and he can deliver a little bit. Howard, on the other hand, is good. I don't know why Milwaukee gave Miles Plumlee $52 million. I don't think I'll ever know. I mean, he scored just about a little over two points and one rebound when he was in Milwaukee. So why would you give a guy who scores two points and one rebound 
$52 million for a four-year deal. It makes absolutely no sense at all. And then they traded him right after that. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, you think about it, $52 million over a four-year span is basically what Will Barton makes in Denver and players on that caliber. And you think about Will Barton, he scored 16 points per game last year, which is over three times the amount that Plumlee puts up. Barton also gets more rebounds, five rebounds a game, four assists. I mean, that's the type of player that kind of deserves that type of money. But like I said, Plumlee was signed in a year where everyone was getting paid. And it does make sense for Atlanta to take a bad contract for a bad player in order to dump a higher contract for a better player because we were tanking. So I'm not against the trade for the simple fact that we were tanking. If we kept Dwight Howard, we would be paying him more and Dwight Howard will be helping us win. We weren't really trying to focus on winning. We're trying to free up cap space to get better players and also lose a little bit to get better draft picks. So the trade made sense. It made sense. But still, regardless, Plumlee is very, very much overpaid, really overpaid. So we have two more years. We have this year, then the year after that. And then Plumlee's contract is over and he's off the books. So we don't have to worry about him anymore um, or his contract anymore. So I talked about the negative in regards to contract situations. Now, let's move on to the positives of Plumlee. So because of injuries last season, Plumlee actually started a little bit for the Hawks for quite a few games and he played well. I mean, not well enough to warrant the money he's making, and he, he, but he still played fairly well, um, surprisingly well, at least from my perspective perspective because I really wasn't expecting him to do too well he can get up and dunk the ball he's not a shooter but he is athletic in my opinion and he does well close under the basket he has some fairly good intangibles and he knows how to cut and get to the pass finish strong for the most part sometimes he's a little slow on that but overall he he's aware and he has fairly good instincts he's big he can set nice screens he's not that bad of a player. He's pretty solid defensively. He's a big, big guy. And I would say he is our best player in regards to strength. He's just this big dude you don't want to mess with. He can rebound pretty well. His length and his size often comes in handy down low. Even in these um, the era right now where we have a positionless NBA and we have a lot more um, small um, centers. He's a bigger guy. He's 6'11". To me, he's a classic 90s center. He would do much better in the era of pure big men like a few decades ago. However, his skills are still very, very serviceable. And when he's on the floor, he's done decently well with the opportunities given him last season. Um, of course, he's not like an all-star, even remotely close to that. But when he hits the floor, I'm not mad, basically. He can when he gets his limited minutes because he needs to let Deadman or somebody rest, he does get the job done. He can get up and he knows what he's good at, it seems like, and he does what he needs to do. And I appreciate that. So that's basically Miles Plumley. Not a lot going on with the Hawks, but there is something else noteworthy. Um, so the Hawks esports team, the um, 2K team, basketball um video game team that they have in the 2k league they actually have the 
first pick in the 2K draft. So the draft is going to be on September 28th. And it's a snake draft, which means they get the first pick in the first round, like I mentioned. And then they get the last pick in the second round. And that will flip-flop throughout each round. So if you're interested in um, video games and 2K and whatnot, and you really want to follow the um, the esports league that's the NBA is having right now, that might be of some interest to you. Also, the esports team, the Atlanta um, Hawks, the Talons is what the um, esports team is called. They're hiring for a business manager for that esports team. So if you have the business experience and you didn't qualify, that might be something to look into. On top of that, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution mentioned that the Hawks are conducting interviews for about 500 new positions opening up because the um, new the arena that we have is going to be newly renovated. The renovations cause more jobs to open up. So those interviews will be conducted this Sunday and Monday at the Georgia Aquarium. So you have to go to the Hawks website for a screening process to see if you're eligible. And if you are, of course, they'll let you know. And then the interview be, will be conducted Sunday or Monday of this week. So I think that's a cool opportunity if you live if you live in the Atlanta area. I don't, so it's not that big of a deal for me. But maybe it is for you. And it would be a cool job to work for the Hawks, of course. So that's all I really have for this week. Like I said, it's not a lot of interesting stuff happening right now. It's around that time of year where, you know, a lot of this stuff has already happened. And we're just waiting for the preseason um, training cap, camp and preseason to start, which is going to happen pretty soon. So when that happens, it's going to be an exciting time, much more exciting than now, at least. So if you want to follow me on social media, my handle is IamJJock. That's I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. Go ahead and follow me. Also, don't forget to follow our sports podcast network and subscribe on iTunes or other um, ways to subscribe um, in Anchor, on Podcast Republic, etc., etc. Um, podcast network is MTMV Sports Podcast Network. That stands for for on my team my voice sports podcast network so hit us up follow us and let's talk sports this was the hawks on the hardwood podcast and i am your host jay jock i will be talking to y'all soon all right bye